0: In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there
1: were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no
2: escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1.
0: Welcome to Comic Exposure Pitch Club. The first rule of Pitch Club is, you tell everyone about Pitch Club. The second rule of Pitch Club is, you pick your character or characters, and as the name suggests, you pitch your story idea. The third and final rule is, if this is your first pitch, you pitch tonight.
2: Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast, Partner in Crime, is the one,
1: the only. Travis Rats. here. You're
2: my brave and the bold. Oh, you're thank you. my brave and the bold. Will you say P- I'm more pitch brave it, or, pitch it or it to more me, bold? Definitely more bold. Okay. Definitely more bold than okay. brave. I'm the like, coward. You? Uh, you are, yeah, you're, you're listening to the Comic Exposure Podcast, where Travis and I either delve deep into graphic novels or trades, or we talk, uh, you know, about what's going on in the world of nerddom and comic book movies and news and comic book stuff. Usually not
1: news. We really carved kind of out a u- unique niche in the podcast community. It's really the only place we you can go know. to have people middle-aged white guys talk about comic books and geek culture and i feel yeah. that we are the kings of this space uh it's i'm surprised well, that no just, one else is no, trying to get in here there's just no one else there's just no one else doing
2: it I yeah mean, sure. you know like we've cornered a market and there's just no one else in it we, know, we were gonna be tr- we were gonna be
1: true crime but we were like oh my god there's so many true crime podcasts we gotta do yeah, something original so. let's talk and about it's, geek culture let's talk yeah, geek culture.
2: So, uh, on this episode, you're on a special episode. You're on an episode of Pitch Club. Travis and I occasionally like to challenge each other with pitching a story uh, for either a special, a certain superhero, a certain super group, a, a genre, genre a universe, Marvel, a genre. Yeah. And so, we've decided to bring on a good pal of the show, I think the, the most frequent guest of the mm-hmm. Comic Exposure mm-hmm. Podcast, Dr. No Dan, the Batman fan. Dr. Dan, hello.
0: Hello to you. I think you're on, we're the most Euridite. You're the most Euridite. Oh. <laughs> uh,
2: that's, that's an English yeah. tutorial. Thank on, you, uh, On comic
0: culture. You don't undersell yourself. Um,
2: uh, I feel that we do the least amount of research of any comic book podcast.
0: It's not arrogance if you bring it. It's like, it's like if you have it, you can say it. Here's right. what or I want to get Dan. Dan.
1: Or just pretend. Here's yeah. what we got to get Dan, yeah. Josh, because he's, he's okay. given us so many hours of great content. Like a gold, ja- like a gold we, jacket. No, we need like a, a framed degree. Oh, professor uh, Dan McCloy from Gotham University uh, so he can hang on his wall behind him. A legit Dan, the Gotham like University it. degree. Doctorate. I like well, it.
0: You know <clears throat> kind of you. what I was going to say. The line I didn't want to say is, you can't call me Dr. Dan. If you ask me about my favorite genre, favorite character, Tima, if I don't bring my A game, I
2: like, I know uh, this is
0: th- this is, me. This is ta- test the teacher time kind of. We're thing gonna ta- we're gonna
2: take away your doctorate in right, Batman right. In Batman right. theology if you uh, don't. In
0: fact, it's hard to curate the list, right? When you think <laughs> about what the mission was.
2: You yeah, know, it, you can have
0: you can have anything you want if yeah, you don't know yeah. what avenue to
2: take. So on this on this pitch club in the past Travis and I have, have uh, pitched a uh, a team up um, on the in the world of Marvel we've done a Marvel team up um, we've done a Justice League pitch we've done a Avengers pitch today X Men one at some point or was that just a Marvel one I just I just think we were I think we were just talking X men maybe up. that might be that might be a good one in the future what's your what's your four x-men and take him on a what's your x-men story
1: yeah because i did uh, a, a wolverine that in your bag. uh savage land one uh and then yeah. you did a, a daredevil or a spider-man daredevil i want to say uh i can't remember who was yeah. with anyways it was someone with you i want to yeah. get a, a, um, i have i have an idea i'm gonna end the show with an idea for the next pitch off All right. All right.
2: So on this Pitch Club episode, we decided to go with a tried and true DC classic, The Brave and the Bold, where we collect where you take Batman and you stick him with any character in the DC universe. So the parameters for the Pitch Club are simple. Who do you pair him with? what's the villain? Give us the story, right? That's, that's really it. I don't need a MacGuffin. I don't need something like that, that this is the very bare bones pitch. And so we brought Dan on who loves Batman to pitch us his Batman story. We're going to let Dan go last. So Dan, yeah. so Dan, yeah, gets the, last. yeah. So Dan gets kind of what we're doing here. Cause sometimes Travis is going to go elaborate. If I know <laughs> Travis, he's going to, he's going to give me like, like the the he's the opening line of it, like uh, Frank Miller's poetry, writing it as it's happening. Not
1: as good this uh, time, so- but we're you're in the ballhouse. <laughs> you're in the you're in the you're in the stadium, and you know what? Yeah, uh, your mask so we, on because you're you're a true masker. Yes, I'm, I'm
2: a true masker. So we are we are gonna kick off this pitch club, uh, but before we do, Dan, I know that you are a big Batman fan, and I know that you are a fan of Brave in the Bold Batman, Batman teaming up with classic characters kind of this, I mean, it was a large scale run for a long time. This, this brave and the bold concept of teaming up Batman and another hero. So what about this idea of, of this brave and the bold Batman and another character? What is it that you enjoy or what is it about it? That kind of does it for you? What stuff's your Turkey about this concept?
0: So uh, I'll, I'll start now. Like, okay. uh, To me, when they ask what's your f- favorite or first Batman, my first Batman was Batman with Scooby-Doo bronzing you know, yes. uh, yeah, and uh, that's an underrated Batman team up. And I always liked it. And the uh, Joker and penguin were the bad guys. And then Jim Aparo's or aparo I don't know how to pronounce his name all these years. His Batman with the yellow logo gray on uh a, like, what is that? It's not a royal blue. It's like a
2: navy. It's almost. It's almost ro- – it's like between royal cobalt and navy, blue. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Like a cobalt blue Batman. That's my Batman. That's my jam. And
2: yeah.
0: one of my first comics I ever got. And I was actually asked if you can tag him at Mile High Comics in Denver. They had – for kids, you could go work in their warehouse and you'd get free comic book credit. And my buddy and I would go spend spring break working, and then you'd get comic book credit. One of the first Batmans That's I so ever cool. bought is this,
2: uh, this one. And so uh, cool. Batman, you know,
0: this is just a great, the cover says it all, right? And Batman then, you know, and the
1: Joker, nice. Yeah,
0: Batman is, and this one's pretty
2: dope. So
1: much you text know, on Batman, those old covers. There's so many. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: I love that it's a Batman Joker team up.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, that's good. That's good. And then here's a, I I just bought this with you guys at Bookman's. Yes, that's a great one. I just love that stuff. I love yeah. that
2: stuff. A Superman yeah, Batman one.
0: It's like, you know, I don't have a long attention span. So anytime you need to get someone to hook up longer, like throw a new character in, think of like every sitcom, whenever they're losing audience, throw, it, right. throw a new person in. So I, I, I appreciate that.
2: Yeah, so so Travis, this concept of, you know, these are usually one issue, one and done, maybe two issues. Because this is classic comics, right? Where one comic was all you needed to tell a story. 26 pages, 24 pages is all you needed. Bing, bang, boom, you're out. What? So... What's appealing, do you think, about this idea of of Batman and one other character, one quick story with them? What does that do? Why why is that something that that had this sort of staying power? And in fact, they read there was a cartoon in the two thousands called Batman Brave and the Bold, which was literally Batman and and every character in the Justice League universe, just kind of like, oh, here's an episode with Aquaman, here's an episode with you know uh, Green Lantern. How do you why do you think that that is something that's so appealing.
1: Well, I think, uh, first of all, when you pitched this idea, I, we talked about, and I'm aware of the of Brave and the Bold as a title. Yeah. I didn't know the yeah. history behind that. You know, I've seen Brave and the Bold as banners on books before, and I knew that you were a big fan of that series in, like, the early 2000s because you talked about it, Batman, Brave and the Bold, yeah. as having these really great moments for, like, a kid's cartoon show or, like, a, a comic book-related cartoon show. But I hadn't... I don't think I've I've read a... Uh, a particular Brave and the Bold issue, or seen any episodes of that show? So I was a little bit sure. I'm like, is Brave and the Bold always a Batman with someone else? Is that the key to it, or is it going to be any major uh, DC superhero? Or is it typically Batman?
0: It's typically Batman, like 99.95. It wasn't yeah. always Batman, sometimes it was Batman and this, or somebody else, or and then there's sometimes they have three people, like, uh. Particularly in the... Uh, that would the be the Bold
1: and the Batman.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, the just, Outsiders was definitely one of those weird... It's like Batman and the goofiest team up ever. Like, right. here's Batman and, and, the and man a bunch of weird color. characters together.
0: They, yeah, they try to sell copy that way. And then yeah. the DC Comics present is the Superman version. And that's where yeah. you see the, emer- the first Teen Titans is in that one.
1: Yeah. With yeah.
0: Uh, Superman. Well, to answer your question, Josh...
1: To answer your question, Josh, I think that I think it doesn't just apply to Batman, but I think it applies to team ups in general is, you know, these characters are archetypes. And um, uh, anytime we have an archetype, like if you think about the show Friends, right, all those characters on that show, they speak from their point of view, like all their lines are from their point of view. You know, like uh, yeah. uh, Phoebe is like, well, what about the Earth, or like, save, you know. And so you have those lines, and then those everyone speaks in their point of view. So when you do a team up of any kind, it allows two points of view. Sometimes they're very similar, sometimes they're opposing to interact in the story, and then bring out things in that that point of view. And Batman, yeah, yeah, Batman has a very specific point of view. It's very defined. And so when you're looking yeah. at at uh, if that is the 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 end-all be-all of like the DC point of view is Batman, maybe even more so than Superman, then it's like, okay, it's a great place to uh, introduce other characters and explore their point of view in opposition or um, congruency with uh, Batman's point of view. And it's also, I feel like a great way to introduce a new character or a um, a, a C-list character and pump up, their perspective when placed uh in relation to batman to the bat to the batman
0: yeah just give him exposure right yeah. it's yeah. an easy way to try things throw it at the wall see what sticks
1: yeah i i think batman
2: being that sort of like that ultra character in the dc universe it makes sense and also because he has he doesn't have a superpower right um, and And for some reason bat and it may just be this title overall, but really, Batman is the guy who teams up with everybody, right? And I think there's this sort of like Batman is this stoic sort of hero, and so he's easily a because his his personality isn't overwhelming, right? he's Batman
1: like. He's vanilla ice, ice cream. Of, like it's like it, you could put you could spr- right. put sprinkles on it. You could oh, put you can fruit in it. it in. Yeah.
2: Right. Like that's I and I don't mean that I love Batman. Batman's one of my favorite characters. I don't think he's a boring character. Like I think vanilla ice cream right. is is boring. But I, I think it. like he is that flavor that goes he goes vanilla's with everything. Awesome vanilla's underrated. And when sometimes <laughs> yeah.
0: vanilla vanilla, is awesome. Okay. Well, like,
2: like for me, when I go get pizza, I get just I, if I want to try a pizza place. Give me the cheese. That's all. I just need cheese pizza in order to figure out what I want. We, we talked like, about Batman that as a pa- is, palate cleanser. A yeah. side slice of Bat, uh, yeah. cheese, please. Batman is the cheese pizza of the DC universe. And then you get to sprinkle all these sort of very interesting characters on it and create this wonderful pizza with your Batman base. You know what I mean? Like, he's the base of what DC is, I think.
0: Are we just being polite to DC? Is Batman's their best character.
1: He, like, I, clearly their best character. And
0: everything
2: associated
1: with—he's clearly yeah. one of the best characters in all of comics, one of the the greatest characters I, yes, to be I, in he, to be in any panel.
2: Yeah, he is. He is. He is my favorite superhero. So is uh, is Oh, uh, we
1: well, let's talk about this before we get into the pitches. And yeah, the, for this particular pitch, what what did you come up against? What did you struggle with? What was the um, uh, competing forces as far as how you approached it? Uh, did you go? Um, well, I, I don't want to. You, either of you can jump yeah, into no, I,
2: I think that's good. Dan, Dan, like, how... Yeah, I guess that's a good question, Dan. You know, you're not giving us our, your pitch yet, but how did you approach this idea? Like, what did you... <laughs> I don't what want to, you want to you do. You.
0: I wanted to beat you. Uh, I wanted... I was like, they're going to it. This is like... <laughs> you know, I can't say all these things that this is my jam and then not have something to show for it. Even if I don't win tonight, mine's going to be good. Uh... <laughs> So I'm going to, like, show up and, de- like, deliver what I think is a good pitch. I,
2: um, like, I like that that competition aspect of it has driven you in this a little well, bit, Well, I mean,
0: you don't want to – so here's the thing. Do you make – do you go obvious? I'll talk about mine by not talking about it. Do you go obvious? Do you go Joker? Do you go Superman? Do you go super opposite with Mr. Mixaplex or Bizarro? Uh, like <laughs> Oh been, man, Bizarro would have been good. <laughs> I went both those directions of like super obscure pick in like 1974 in panel four. There is this character.
2: Well you know, it, I about, be ready for mine, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought about doing that and out comic nerding all of us. Um, I have a solid normally B-plus roster superhero
2: going to make an A-plus performance.
1: I like it. I like
2: okay. it. Uh, so, so, Travis, same question to you. What were you trying to accomplish with this?
1: So, the, uh, Usually I approach it from uh, not what... I don't just think of the characters I want to put in there. Uh, I did that at first, and then I started looking up. I wanted to pick something where you hadn't seen Batman team up with it. And then I quickly realized Batman's teamed up with everyone in the DC Universe. Like At one point, I was thinking the Batman the Mask. You know, uh, as like kind of like a Joker foil to the things like that, like the the opposite yeah. of the Joker. But I'm like, oh, it's a bit, it, I, I looked it up and then I saw an issue with Batman and the mask on the, the cover. And I was exactly. like, all right, exactly. if I'm going to go obscure, then it has to be something that that we've never seen before. If and, it, okay. and if, if there isn't that, then let's just let's just put let's just look at the story aspect. What kind of story do I want to tell? And I kind of approach it from a writer's perspective. What story do I think I personally could tell uh, in there? Yeah. And then it was, because I hadn't seen a lot of the Brave and the Bold or, yeah. or read a lot of it. I didn't know quite what the spirit of it was. I know it seemed kind of a little bit, from what I know, Brave and the Bold, a little bit more traditional, a little bit more that. Mine didn't end up being that. And I think that's kind of like my spin on it. Uh, the yeah. The non-traditional story but just with that that basic title of Batman teams up with somebody. So that was yeah. tough is trying to figure out like so tell a uh, fresh team up in a world where Batman's been teaming up with people for like 60 75 years.
2: And agreed. For for me it came down to
1: who do I want to see
2: what who do I want to see Batman team up with and that gives and for me that gave me my setting, yeah. right? Cuz I didn't I wanted to take him for me I want to take him out of Gotham. Mm-hmm. Right? So I believe that you pair him with someone that lets you take him out of Gotham because otherwise his job is to protect the city, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's his job. He protects them. So I have one... I have two ideas in my head, and I am gonna. I want to kind of – I'm going to pitch one of them, so, but then I'm going to save the other for just a little discussion. Dan,
1: this is typical of Josh. This is what he'll do. This is
2: always me. It's, it's always you. you.
1: He'll have a pitch, He's and then he'll be at the I, end. He'll be like, oh, in a small pitch, that we go on through there. Uh, yeah. yeah. One more yeah. I could have said was – Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the
2: problem is I, I, yeah, yeah. I roll in like two ideas, and I yeah. cannot – I can't I can't pick one over the other. They both they're both my choice. Then children. you go first. Then you go first. All right. All right. So I like I, this. okay. So do I okay, do you want the one that keeps him in no, We the want your pitch
0: or the one that takes him out? <laughs> you can take judgment right now and say your strongest pitch.
2: Okay. So, uh I think my strongest pitch is my is my wacky pitch. Is mm-hmm. my wacky. Well, they're both they both have a hint of wacky. I want to so one of them I so uh, ex- of well,
1: right now, pause. I'm so excited. For this this one of conversation. Out,
2: one of them out comic books. Like one of them's the goal is like what's the rando that I can pull in to yeah. have him team up with? And the other one is like just something that I love. So in my heart. So I'm gonna go with the one that I love. Yeah. And it's a Batman Commandy uh team up. Okay. Right. So it's it's Batman and Commandy, right? Oh. So Batman Commandy is far in the future. Actually, he's probably he's on it probably on a different earth, right? But But for me, I want it like in my reality, it's like, come on, Commandy's way in the future. And so what happens is Batman is Batmaning, right? And then all of a sudden, Metron shows up. New gods, Kirby, Metron shows up. Right, right, right. on, On the Mobius chair and says, Batman, you're the only one who can save the future. So he gives the Mobius chair to Batman. Batman finds, like, flings himself into the faraway future, or we could call it a different dimension, whatever you want to feel that Commandy's sitting in. And in the future, Vandal Savage, immortal Vandal Savage, has waited out his perfect time in order to take over, and he's waited out through the great disaster of Commandy, and now he can lead a, uh, he can control the legions of animal people around uh, in in Commandy's world. And uh, it's Batman teams up with Commandy to kind of take down uh, Vandal Savage, who is controlling, right? He's this great warrior, great tactician, uh, you know, has been around since uh, the Mongols, Yeah, He's like, right? the, he's like the Kane,
1: the conqueror of the DC universe
2: right right and so for me that that's my pitch is batman gets flung in has to be i feel for me it ends up being very planet of the apes right like batman doesn't know command he's there yet right he shows up in the mobius chair but ends up waking up and then it's at, it plays out a very similar way right like his clothes are torn he only has the cowl on the shirt's kind of ripped off no cape very sort of like Savage Batman, right? Mm-hmm. I think it probably it probably happened in Batman the animated Animated series several times, right? So it's him, he's he's sort of crash lands, and it's it's he's kind of uh captured by the animals who are under the control of Vandal Savage. And so Commandy rescues him. He and Commandy have to team up to sort of lead a revolution of some of these other animals who aren't quite convinced by vandal savage to to kind of overthrow vandal savage and save the future
1: yes they're commandy right there so (laughs) So, what what we that's what we do dan is like we talk about what we like about the pitch what we think is going to work and then oftentimes we'll be like oh and you could do this to it as well we kind of build up our pitches on here you're looking at this as a real competition and i like that i like the spirit of that but we also help each other out here
0: so, no, no no, I like it. Let's flush it out.
1: All right, I so think,
0: yeah, flash is going to bring up something Jack Kirby influenced. Nice gig. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think like that the is the, right the the key. Bat.
1: Go ahead. Sorry I interrupted.
0: I like that right off the bat. Batman tra- time traveling always works for me. So I don't have a problem with that either cuz he's done it a lot in the flash. Right. So it makes sense.
2: I almost getting- I almost want I wanted to try to Uh, I thought about having him in the flash, but I don't like the Flash's power set. I just don't like the speed, but that was my time travel. That was my other time travel device was the treadmill was the,
1: uh, I think whatever that thing is. I think the strongest image in your pitch, which I absolutely love is Batman in the Mobius chair. Um, Yeah, right. And that is, I I think, like the Planet of the Apes kind of style pitch you're going for. You don't need any explanation. What I see is a a, a close up on Bruce Wayne's face. And it's like, you know, time travel lines, bright colors, all the stuff. You don't don't know where he's at. And then you pull out to that splash page of Batman just rocketing through time. And you see he's in the Mobius chair. Yeah, and that's it. You're yeah. opening. You don't need to know how we got there. You don't even like. Why is he in the Mobius chair? Just like in Planet of the Apes, it's just like that. Oh, flash I do. Landing. I do like. We don't. We don't need. I. We don't need Metron, right? We I, don't. Need I, like Metron. That. I like that. Yeah. That's
2: a, it's kind of a a, a a better. You just know that he's going there. It cuts out some of that going. stuff,
1: and it also sets yeah. you up for like be be prepared to suspend disbelief. Yeah, like you you be put correct. those color lines in there. You put them in this iconic chair that has all these capabilities and then you just crash all these kirby
2: lines and you on crash them, land like them on
1: there and then that 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 chair is his only way home too so that chair could be captured they have to go on a quest to get it's part right. of the quest yeah. to get it back is is that device so it you know there's two opposing storylines batman needs to get this chair back from whatever it is but that also coincides with commandy's mission of helping out these this animal legion of people
2: yeah, trying to overthrow. I was the villain was the tough one to find because there's not a lot of good time travel villains in there's no Kang the Conqueror, right? Like Kang is your absolute Marvel time traveler, right? And I was trying to go, like, okay, who could I who could travel in time? And I thought about maybe having so I thought about trying to do two time travel devices because um, I wanted to stick Kirby. I thought about having um, a Granny, oh, what's her name? The other. Oh, why can't I remember her name? Um, I don't Apocalypse, know. The, oh. the bad gal. Right. Granny, whatever her name is. Steal Metron's chair, go into the future to take it over for Apocalypse, right? And then Batman has to get there, but I couldn't think of another way to get Batman. May, in the future. I, may
1: I make a suggestion about the villain? Yeah. Instead of going a classic DC villain that Batman has probably faced against before, allow us for an opportunity to have Batman actually have to defeat a, a classic Commandy villain. Now Commandy yeah, doesn't have could, any like just, classic Commandy yeah. villains, but yeah. for like the deep cut people, you're like, oh, that's you know Commandy's fought this guy yeah. four times and now he's fighting him again, yeah. but now he's got Batman with him.
2: I thought it like I wanted a reason for Batman to have to to have gone there. Like this is a thing like Vandal Savage is this uber tactician and he's waited out and now he's finally striking to take over. And so that's why Batman would have to go is in order to stop this character he's fought over and over and over again a a bunch of different times. So for me, Mm -hmm. that was the reason for Vandal Savage um, to be this sort of, you know, uber soldier who I feel would give Batman a run for his money. Right. Because he's a, a masterful technician. He knows hand to hand combat. And so I thought that would give Batman that good foil is to have Vandal Savage, that, that ultimate warrior, be that foil for Batman, you know?
0: Well, well I like your choice of Batman is Batman represents what, what it means to be human and what a human can do. Right. And right. like in these situations that there's still value for a discerning problem, like problem solving consciousness and i right. like that yeah and it also Batman batman yeah. is a detective yeah. right i like batman figuring stuff out the human ability to reason mm. and deduce
1: that's a good point if we can make the the conflict in the commandy world not just be a go fight this guy but a mystery that has to be solved in there that only the world's greatest detective times Our greatest ta- times greatest detective at this point I like solve. that.
2: I like that too. That's good, and I that leads to maybe it's just a series of him using Metron's throne to solve crimes across time. Right? He's, and so
1: he's stripped that, of his utility belt, so he has to use Metron's utility belt of gadgets.
2: <laughs> that, that's actually kind of a cool idea. I like that. That might actually have been a a very quantum, like so almost like quantum leapy, but or sliders. Oh Think boy. of it that way, right? Like sliders, but with Batman in the Metron chair.
1: Instead of like that it, instead of Batman, he's like. Oh bat!
2: <laughs>
1: oh boy! <laughs> oh bat!
2: <laughs> I like it, right. man. Well done. So that that that's my pitch. I'll save my other. I'm gonna try to out comic book you pitch. I'll I'll drop just what my overall thought was later. So Travis. What's your pitch? Are well, you, you bat- know, I got a couple of pitch.
1: pitches in my back pocket, too. You know, we're just throwing out extra <laughs> tickets on the back <laughs> end of it. Hey. <laughs> I, I
2: tell you, at the end, at the yeah. end, if you Free think, for all.
1: at the end, tell us what your other was. All right. You know, tell us if you had a backup. Yeah, know. I did. Do. I, I, I had a bat up. Um, okay. Up I, I got to go to my document here. So as I move my document, my screen yeah, I my knew it. up. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my morning coffee routine this morning. <clears throat> It's a historic day in Coast City. A large crowd of spectators have gathered on the outskirts of America's newest and largest rocket launch site. Cameramen and news anchors take turns interviewing a mixed stock of society, a wealthy businessman, a celebrated Ivy League professor, a senator, and a contest winner just to name a few of the dozens of passengers waiting to board the -the state-of-the-art rocket aircraft branded with the LexCore logo. In the launch control center, Lex Luthor is giving his own interview, discussing his newest and most altruistic endeavor to date. An, inf- uh, an affordable commercial space flight, which will rocket out of Earth's atmosphere only to hover <laughs> in space before depositing its passengers safely to their Earth-bound destination on the other side of the globe in a mere 30 minutes. Lex smiles into the camera. <clears throat> No longer will space be a frontier just for supermen or power rings. You son of a bitch. (laughs) The Lexington rocket is Earth's solution to affordable, (laughs) resource-efficient, timely travel. While this project will not absolve me of my past discretions, it will be the first step to uniting all nations of our planet together for business, family, and pleasure. By breaking the distance of space and time, we will create a world that can responsibly and quickly connect. Now, if you'll excuse me. I'm late for humanity's date with destiny. A smartly dressed passenger waiting to board the Lexington rocket has been watching Luther's interview on his phone. He clicks off his phone and shoves it in his suit pocket. It is revealed to us that this is Gotham billionaire Bruce Wayne. Bruce isn't buying what Luther is selling, and he purchased a ticket on the flight to make sure everything is above board. Before entering the rocket, Bruce turns back to the control center where he can just make out the figure of Lex staring intently at the rocket before the rocket shuttle doors shut and the passengers are locked safely inside. Or are they? So that's the opening of the pitch. I, lo- I love it. And I, love here-
2: it. Here's- I love that you turned Lex Luther into, into Jeff Bezos. Uh- into Jeff
1: Bezos. Right. It makes
2: sense. <laughs> it's perfect. So, it's
1: the perfect. story is, they go up into uh, uh, outer space in it's rocket, they get up there, right? And yeah. as they are hovering in outer space, a comet flies by them, nearly hits the 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 space shuttle. Uh, it takes yeah. out the, the pilots, but Batman's in there. So, uh, and meanwhile, Luther's on the, the control tower and he's, t- he's talking to, to Bruce Wayne. They're, they're trying to figure out... They, they get the, the rocket corrected. But the problem is that this rocket, this comet, has something attached to it. A weird energy. A weird force is attached to this comet that almost takes the shuttle out. And that weird force is some... Uh, and I had to do some research on this. It's some residue of parallax. The, you know, the fear. And so yeah, this yeah. energy turns all the passengers on this ship into paranoid, vengeful, fearful passengers. And it somehow possesses them, so they start turning on each other. And Bruce Wayne must work with Lex Luthor, the control, stow- control tower a la Apollo 13, to solve the mystery of this craft and safely land it back on Earth.
2: And he can't be Batman. He, can't, he doesn't get to be Batman. He can't be Batman?
1: That's- yeah.
2: That is... The, it's masterful, Travis. It's masterful. <laughs> I, I love... Here, here is locked, I... One, locked room. Two, yep. he has to work with Lex Luthor. Perfect. Three, timely. Mm-hmm. So, like... Very good. Plus, good villain usage. That there isn't a villain, but there is, It's a right? residue of like
1: Parallax. We can't, we can't put yeah. Parallax in, like, a one-shot. So it's got to be, like, yeah. the residue. And I, I wish I knew enough of DC lore. Parallax has to have been trapped somewhere at some point. And so if he was trapped on a rock or a planet, this thing broke off and it had the residue of Parallax in it. And so when it goes by and hits the rocket, that energy possesses all the people on the rocket. Yeah. And it makes it uh, like tough it. for uh, Bruce Saul. But I like the idea of Lex having the team up, but he's not there. He's, it's all through control. There has to be trust. And I don't want yeah. Batman in the bat suit, but I want the pilots of the uh, the craft to have to almost, like, in the cockpit, there's, like, it's, like, zero gravity, so they have to wear, like, the spacesuits. So when Batman, yeah. when Bruce gets in there, he has to don, like, the, the, the yes. astronaut gear to kind of protect his identity as he's, you know, breaking up the fights or the, the mutiny on the ship and stuff like that. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. That's, I don't, I don't have much to give, dude. I do like it. Feel, I like a, the Apollo 13,
2: but also sort of like speed, right? right. Like, uh, he's, he's, you know, it's like exactly he's always thinking. got the guy in his ear the entire time, like pop quiz, hot shot, right? Like that sort of like. Yeah. Well,
0: and it, that, it gets the essence of DC comics they their built, like one's a villain. Uh, Lex Luthor and Batman, I mean, Bruce Wayne. First of right. all, Bruce Wayne is Batman. And I hate it whenever they make bruce wayne died because to me you know how i feel i've said this bruce wayne's batman that's what makes bruce wayne pop. pop. do you like batman or bruce wayne guy. more as a character that, uh, probably bruce wayne because he's the one who made the pledge right he's the one who's been given privilege and status and wealth but instead he lives and protects the street that's what makes batman the shit is he has unlimited human resources to do what is quote-unquote right and so anytime you get him in the room with like a legitimate one percenter like Lex, he's in a different world already. And Lex, instead of saying, I'm going to pledge myself to the street, Lex, he's like, fuck the street. I want Wall Street, right? Yeah. So Lex Luthor is top three villains in DC. Well, I think. I was, like super well,
1: villains a lot. What I like about this, what I want to do is Lex to me is an interesting character. And Lex has been good. He's been bad. He's kind of like Magneto, right? Like sometimes he's a, he's a the hero. Resident. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> And and so uh, when I think when we think about like it's very easy to villainize one percenters right like a, like a Jeff Bezos right, right. And, and to look at yeah. only the bad things they've done and not to look at the the residue of what has been successful on it you know uh, and so I wanted to do something that. Uh, kind of hits on this one percenter. I don't want to hear, I, I don't want to lionize one percenter. So use uh, uh, a word Dan taught me about 12 years ago. Uh, and uh, I don't want to lionize Lex Luthor, but I do want to show him a different light. I want to let him to be good, at least for most of the book. Now, a good writer could probably find some way at the end to keep it open-ended. Maybe there was some intentions on there, but I wouldn't Lex mind.
0: a lot of great ambitions. Yeah. He's like, Superman's fucking scary. Yeah. That's why when Superman turns evil, it's like Lex Luthor was right. Lex Luthor was right the whole time. <laughs> like, you know, like I, want uh, this,
1: I, I want this to be yeah. a, a story about two one-percenters from different sides of the aisle yeah. having to... Yeah. Save come together come together and save something and i really want that that one percent that idea that one percenters how do they interact with each other do they bring some of their business skills into it is there negotiations is it trivial and petty almost Mm -hmm. like
2: family i think (laughs) it should be very much i think that lex Luthor should know that that it's bruce wayne and that they should have a sort of like banter as billionaires right billionaire banter with each other nice um what I might each other in the board I, that, should, that
1: should be no, even yeah. a line. Enough of this billionaire billionaire banter. Get back to the control room. Yeah,
0: enough of this comic like, uh, and then we're getting Batman. Yeah,
2: yeah. Right? I do. I do like this. I do like that idea of you had mentioned like a, a writer could make it. Uh, could make it his plan actually nefarious. So think about it this way: inside of the rocket as it goes up this first time, it's supposed to deposit a satellite with a uh, a krypton beam on it right yeah and so that's what they use to maybe destroy what's left of the parallax rock right so like he's like bruce wayne is pissed that it's up there right and and he's like no but see here and and lex gets to lex gets to be evil right and he still gets to have that evil part but they're gonna use his evil thing in order to do good right in order destroy the rest of the rock or whatever you, know what, it, you it, know what i mean
1: i was thinking about throwing alfred in there somewhere like maybe he's undercover in the control room so he gets boots on the ground with them but i'm like you know what it's a it's a shorter story let's let's limit the characters let's make it a an evil force and then two billionaires yeah. and that's really the story is how do they compromise yeah so that's, well, yeah, bat was, bat,
0: alfred, alfred could be in it via the bat cave
1: yeah that's true right. he has got his own like two ears yeah right right he's got it could be a know. good
2: scene like your middle panel is bruce right like your big <gasps> panel and then you've got alfred in one ear and i got it and i got Lex it because it's, it's,
1: it's batman it's bruce he has all his technology he plugs while he's doing all the stuff on the shuttle he plugs alfred in to kind of be like the the the, the voice over the the shuttle trying to maintain order Please, sir, sit down. Uh, in your seats. Like maintain it. order. Like uh, we've got free peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> peanuts that will be out shortly. Just everyone, calm down. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: like yeah. that's so good. That's, that's, that's a good pitch. Quality. I like that. It's again. I like the idea of taking Batman out. I think that's the fun part. Sometimes is like taking Batman out of out of Gotham. Yeah. And putting him, what's what's more out of Gotham than
1: throwing him into space right? it's, it's, and then not it,
2: letting. Not letting him be Batman.
1: That's kind of fun. I like that. I thought it was a, kind of a fun mix of cosmic and street level at the same time.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. All that's right, good. Go ahead. All right, Dan. Dan the time has come. <laughs> time really, look, uh, I had to
0: hone it. I have a. I have to hone it after listening to those. Those are solid.
2: Like My. Travis always writes his like script. It's like
0: a didn't have a knife in a
2: gunfight. I did not. I, I, a knife <laughs>
0: Uh, this is your fault for not dialogue. listening to
1: all the episodes, Dan. You got to listen to all the episodes of comic <laughs> exposure.
0: All right, I guess so. Uh, mine starts with Bruce Wayne in his office saying I really don't want to go meet this person. No, it'll be a good co- it'll be a good public relations uh benefit and good public relations photo op. You need to go besides we're already saying we're doing all these things and it's at the uh it's at the united nations and it's with that greta so i was thinking yes. what okay. more bronze age than with greta Thunberg. yes i wanted her there and i wanted i was going to cheat a little and it's it's two. i have brave in the bold that gets two you have two guests but with a cameo of swamp thing where somewhere uh, the swamp thing met greta at like the everglades showing how some nefarious corporation is doing all these drillings, greenwashing how many green jobs are going to be out there. And the reality is Swamp Thing, and it's only going to be like a page, maybe a page and a half where Swamp Thing uh, hooks up Greta. And then the she's green? using that. Evidence she uses the, the green uh, the to get, Na- get into it? Yeah, she's, oh, using, she's using that evidence brilliant. at the United Nations. And that's how her, and we find out that the evil corporation is uh, Wayne Enterprise. And I thought that you could have like a cool concept where mostly the only time you That's see uh, Bruce Wayne in the Batman uniform is when he goes to meet Swamp Thing and says, is this right? And he goes, God damn right, you know, it's right. And uh, we can weave a story like that where Bruce Wayne has to change Wayne, Wayne Enterprises, you know, green film, green. I, I, I do it good for both the economy and environment.
2: I do love the sort of, like, uh, Sonny and Cher show up in, like, you know what I mean? Like, that sort of celebrity guest well,
0: appearance. said Scooby-Doo I mean, earlier
1: story. was his first, right. his yeah. first thought of it. it, yeah. Muhammad
0: Ali and Superman. Muhammad yeah. Ali and Superman a fantastic comic book, man. Yeah. And, like, uh, I was thinking, like, what speaks, what's more prescient today than Greta in the environment? And I was thinking Swamp Thing. Because I don't know a lot of Swamp Thing, and I really want to get back into Swamp
1: Thing. So, Dan, now, let, me, let me start off by saying brilliant pitch man uh, we've had some guests on the pitch club and it's sometimes it's tough for them to get the the intensity and uh, nuance of how we pitch you nailed it this is fantastic so a couple it of things. That is a good pitch. I thought a very about good pitch. I thought about Swamp Thing too but I'm like I cannot come up with a better story than Alan Moore's crossover when Swamp when Swamp Thing takes over Gotham in that run and I was like man I, yeah. I how do you how do you beat that you might have done so my friend with that story like, like, um, oh, who, what, what writer is gonna dare bring, uh, Swamp Thing, you know, back into the fold with Batman when it was done so masterfully by one of the greats? Like, you have to have something fantastic. You can
0: either run from it or run towards it, right? I mean, and that's where I'm at—is run right towards the, like, because pretty yeah. really iconic covers. And so I, I do love that no,
2: idea of like. No, I do love the idea of like Batman's his own villain, right? Like, right. Wayne Enterprises is the villain
1: and Swamp Thing is the one who has to show it to him, right? It makes us all look at our relationship with the environment and to and to measure What we're doing in our daily lives and decide am I doing more harm or good to the environment? Like the plastics that you're buying how you're throwing out your trash uh, What kind of car you're driving? It's just on a larger scale of that. It's fantastic Uh, What I would say on here, you said you wanted to uh, uh, cameo Swamp Thing, which I think can work, just like cameo in a mirror. But you know, I don't know how much about Swamp Thing. Uh, I don't know if you started reading what Josh suggested. It is a great run, that Alan Moore run. Read that that first Not trade. Yet. It is fucking fantastic. So uh, we've been clean so far, and now I'm throwing the f bomb in because that's very how good. that's, that's how good, good your pitch is. Um, but there's this thing called the green that Swamp Thing is tapped into, and it allows him to connect with all living plant life in like there. nature right well, yeah. if if you're going to if you're going to bring in Swamp thing just for a cameo it needs to be where he connects Greta Thunberg to the green where she's on this kind of hallucinogenic he trip in the green and so someone who thinks they know the environment is now part of the environment and what does she ta- what lessons does she learn because it can't just be like a righteous like oh Greta Thunberg is right on everything. She needs to discover something, an angle that she hasn't thought about in visiting the green. At the same time that Bruce is as well. Yeah, she so
0: brings to Bruce.
1: Yeah, so it's like people who advocate for the poor but who have never lived on the streets. That's kind of like what would right. be what we're doing there. You're advocating for the environment, but you've never been a tree. You've never been moss. Right. And so it's yeah. putting them in there. And so what is that? What does that happen? Oh, you're 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 doing all this advocating for the poor. Go live on the streets for a year. And then is that how does that change your approach to how you advocate for things? Uh, I think sure. that's a brilliant idea. Be the moss. It's a good pitch. Be the moss.
2: I, I it's. I, when you, when you, when oh you were trying to, you were about to say who the corporation was and I was like, oh did he bring Lex in again? That'd be fun. Like a good Lex Luthor villain. And then when you said it was Wayne enterprises, I'm like, Oh, that's great. Right. Cause then it becomes like, how does Bruce Wayne change his own thing? Right. How does he change what he's doing? Because we know he doesn't really run Wayne enterprises, right? Like right, he, he's a figurehead. Yeah. And so how does he change it? How does he impact it? is also part of that story, and I think that's a fun thing to explore. I like it a lot. Because the
0: reason I like Batman, I think Batman says, to me, again, Roosevelt-era politics, he's a one-percenter who gives a shit. That, to me, is like, I don't I hate, totally hate capitalism, and that's this weird phase where comic books are extremely prescient too. They should reflect our times. Yeah. And uh, not all capitalism's bad. I like my morning coffee, you know, like all those things, and maybe somebody who has this wealth, instead of Jeff Bezos being a fucking dick, maybe he does something great, and maybe Jeff Bezos does one day. I don't. Well,
1: know. It, I don't so have. That, that mine problem. was kind of looking at Jeff Bezos as, as a topical thing, and like trying yeah. to be like, "Hey, is he as all bad as, as he wants?" I think yours has the opportunity to get Greta Thunberg, who is championed as this kind of um, altruistic hero, Whoa. and be like, even in right. that, is there? Is there a deeper she look would. at it? Because she gets, right. she gets, uh, you know, this week she c- came out there and was like, you know, putting digs at people, you know, like Biden and stuff like that, and and these these plans that you know build back better that she was, uh, yeah, blah 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 blah, yeah, blah. yeah right. God. But see, there is something about that. There is a you said the word hubris in there that is unappealing, and so I think that listen, if 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 hubris. Or if the public image of this of this young girl is hubris, as what we're attacking, going into the green, you have to face that hubris, right? And so, what is it, How does that change about that, Dan? I'm going to make my vote right now. I think I I, I, I think never I never pitch. thought I never thought I was going to uh, we going to be I was going to give it to a guest pitcher, but oh, you thanks. like I think that is I think it's it's a, a good it freaking is. fantastic pitch. It's a Dan. it's a great pitch. Yeah, like my really, really my pitch. wheels are spinning just thinking about your pitch. Like I want to write this yeah. story. Yeah, I
2: I dig it. I, I I have to give it to you, Dan. I think it's really. Good. I, think I, that, think I think
1: that I think that I think that Josh's pitch I, is nails like the more like the fun of Brave and the Bold of what Brave, Brave Bold, and the Bold yeah. should be like a fun, uh, tale of whimsy uh, with Batman. That's what I went for. Yeah, yeah. and. I, I, <laughs>
0: I had delusions of grandeur. I wanted this to be like speedy, green arrow speedy on heroin and smack, right? I wanted it to be like the pivotal comic that they are like, oh, I remember that comic. Greta was in that comic. And then I think – that was the bronze age is, to me, peak art form at times. And I was going to make conjecture, like, does the Bronze Age, I think, go – okay, I was going to say, I think the Bronze Age starts – and if you could, I don't know, people who are listening – That first, this one, where the introduction, like a detective comic's introduction of a girl, right? The glare on that's terrible. And I feel like this is where they're like, we can reinvent this. And the Bronze Age, I think, this conjecture, ends with Jason Todd's death. And that era is such great comics. like Because this is the end of the Silver Age. Um, The Bronze Age, to me, is just where it's at. Because I can't afford the Golden Age, and it's sappy, and it's 1940s. But yeah. the Bronze Age, they're, tr- they're trying new things. Uh, Spider-Man getting like worried about the ghetto and their like, liberal use of the word ghetto. They tried some things in the 70s.
1: Silver Surfer. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So Galactica. I almost mentioned that to you. It's too bad you can't do a crossover with Josh's idea. <laughs> it's Galactica. Eating universes and time. and tra- tra- it, That's dope. DC needs that guy.
2: Yeah, it's there's this uh, that's when I was trying to find that sort of DC cosmic character, you're left with just Green Lantern characters, yeah. and they seem too. Yeah, I I I, d- yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't I didn't think about
1: them. that for my my, my cosmic. Whatever the thing it was, bad,
0: yeah, so but I, I didn't want—I didn't enough.
1: want it to be parallel. I wanted to be like some entity of it. So it's yeah, hard to yeah. find a a cosmic force. I guess you could say the the lantern is a cosmic force. I don't yeah. know enough about yeah. the lantern history with like brightest day and darkest night. And I yeah. I, I think that yeah. at some point in this podcast, and maybe Dan's the guy to do it with. It's it's to be a long slog. We'd have to like set it up like maybe like a couple of months in advance, but to go through. Darkest Day and Brightest Night as a trade series, and talk about that as a seminal event. Yeah.
2: It. Make it, and be make it, I'd make it like
1: a like a like a three like a three parter or something yeah, like that. That's or never. It's one I've never
2: read, read but one I've wanted to read.
1: Same yeah. here. And
2: Jeff Johns is the shit. Yeah, he's yeah. obviously. I, I, I'm older. gonna.
1: I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna hold my. <laughs> well, maybe I have to read it. Maybe I have to read that's
0: it. Right. right. So, yeah.
2: Who were really? some other who were some other characters that you thought maybe I'll do this one, but I
1: didn't. You changed with your pitch. I went Zorro. with
2: what's it? I like Bizarro Bizarro's a good one. Oh, I thought I you said fun.
1: Zorro for a second, and I was like, that's brilliant. <laughs> no,
2: that's <pretty laughs> Bizarro, Bizarro is fun though because know, you see know, it, because you see him teamed up with he's teamed up with Superman all the time. So what's it like to have Batman teamed up with the opposite of Superman? Joker
0: Superman is underappreciated. Anytime Joker and Superman are in the same room, great comedy.
1: My, my uh, pitch I was working on was, God, I forgot his name now, but there's this character I really love in the DC universe, the bartender who we get at the beginning of, uh, we get Beppo? like a, Bebo, Bebo. Bebo. Yeah, um, Bebo, we get like in Dark Knight Returns, Bebo, yeah. he gives the opening introduction about like the, the bar, he owns the bar at the beginning of Dark Knight Returns, Dan, and he writes that, 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 um, there, real, this guy. there is a, he's like, there's a bar where you can go into and you'll see all these people but they always talk about the dark one the dark one who doesn't want to do this and it's Bilbo's bar and then and also we read Death of Superman and he's featured heavily yeah. in that uh so I yeah. wanted Batman to team up with a bartender and like what would they team up for and I thought the villain would be Lobo and they would be like an underground fight bar fight ring and then I was like it's too travesty it's too like like that is Garth, Garth Ennis and I I you know yeah, I've done yeah. some stuff before like that yeah, and I was yeah. like let because me step back from that and it world felt world like fu- then it just world felt world. like a Fight Club rip off where or like a Planet Hulk rip off where it's like uh sea-less, uh the superheroes forced, forced to fight each other for Lobo's amusement and I'm like no nah, I can't do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of fun though. That's kind of fun. That's a fun one. <laughs> I, do like yeah, a I do like a Lobo. I do like
0: a Lobo. I'm
2: telling
0: you I like your narratives that feel like the girl, yeah. far eyes, like a Tom Waits Rolling Stone honky tonk
1: bar. Yeah. yeah. Small change. The Small
2: change thing. got rained on got with his own 48. <laughs> uh-huh. I, do, I do like the Bizarro. So, did you have any ideas about the Bizarro one, Dan? Or just was well, that I like. I
0: kind of ran into like everything's reversed, so it's hard to write. You can see Bizarro hard to write because oftentimes the writing's terrible. Yeah. We're like the reverse of the reverse is the reverse. Yeah. And how do you keep your heads around it? Yeah. I just love yeah. the premise.
2: Yeah, and I do I'm like not, that idea of it, though. And um, I
0: thought about going to characters. I I I don't typically appreciate M- M- Mister Mix-O-Plex. Mix-O-Plex. Mixoplex. Yeah, Mixoplex. Yeah, and I was like, maybe I'll try to find out something uh, redeemable about this guy. And then Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing and Batman, I love it's it. Per, it's it's a
2: it's a perfect combination. There's the a really good. I mean, I I hate to say how much I love Tom King on this show, even though I say it an awful lot. But there's a Tom King. Um Mitch Garrett's, who I also love very much, they do two issues on that Batman run of Tom King's Batman. Maybe it's just one issue. It might just be one single Burst. issue. It's Swamp, Thing. it's Swamp Thing and Batman. And Mitch Garrett's Swamp Thing looks Amazing. Like it's so, it's so good. Um, Everything. This uh, but, does is
1: pretty amazing. Yeah, it, it is and pretty rough. amazing.
2: So uh, my thought process was I wanted to do, I almost took, I almost went the pure Travis rats route and did Batman Constantine. That was almost my, my right. pitch. And it was going to be Batman is being plagued by the ghosts of Thomas and Martha Wayne. Mm. Uh, so, so Wayne, Wayne manor is haunted uh, by what Batman believes are the ghosts of his parents um and so it was either going to be Constantine or the uh or the dead boy detectives so I was gonna like I was gonna dead I was gonna kneel Gaiman
1: would have been good yeah
2: I was gonna kneel Gaiman and go like dead boy detectives like Constantine isn't the character but he goes I know who can help you right so then right. he like
1: sends the dead boy detectives to help him out. That's a better. It, well, I did that con that big Constantine pitch for my justice league. Yeah. Where he's like the rock yeah. band punk underground thing. So you yeah. guys, you know, like it's smart to stay away from that. So you don't feel like we're retreading yeah. stuff, but the right. dead boys. Yeah. Dead boy detectives helping Batman figure out if
2: his house is actually haunted by his dead parents mm. um, or Gotham is, I don't know, like because they didn't die in the house, right? Like they died in crime alley. Uh, but I wanted, like, I, it was hard for me to figure out who the villain would be because there's not a, a lot of good demon villains, right? I mean, like, there's Trigon, but I thought, no, Trigon's too big. Yeah. Trigon's, like, too big of a villain villain to just screw with Batman, right? What? And so yeah. I thought, is it Papa Midnight? Is Papa Midnight? that That was my only other option was... Pop at midnight is screwing with them. I don't know whose microphone is whizzing. Is that you? Is that me? Let's go. There we go. It's gone.
1: It's gone. Uh, So Um, the the only other thing I would say, stay away from that. From and I like your other pitch better, is because one of the things about the Batman lore that fans complain about is that Crime Alley, too much Crime Alley. We've gotten too much of it. Right. That's why that would be a huge part of your story. Now, if. If it was, if you were going to write the definitive crime alley story in this way where we don't have to revisit it, where the whole story is spent in like some sort of uh, Constantine spell where you're trapped in that alley and you have to look at it from angles that had never been looked at before, where you just get to like, oh, here's this uh, graffiti on the wall. What does that mean? Or like, here's what was happening above, where you get to explore crime crime alley to its nth degree and so we don't have to do anything more on crime alley where if your purpose was to write the definitive crime alley story then that's a freaking bold and great uh bold and brave uh move to tell a story (laughs) Uh, yeah i I
2: just (laughs) i just wanted to get batman with kind of a spooky character right and so i was like okay well why would he what would be going on and i tried like i thought I, I thought it would be fun, like how often do we get to explore a Wayne manor right and so I thought having the ghost of uh of Thomas and Martha Wayne haunting Wayne Manor and him having to sort of like sneak around the house with the hardy like dead hardy boys would be a would be just a goofy very comic booky thing, right? But to find out that it's not really his parents, but it's like Papa Midnight yeah. trying to like I love you know, Papa but Midnight then, in there as as I But I, then, then Papa Midnight animated. has to like Papa Midnight has to So like how do we not know that it's Batman, right? That's how do you keep his identity secret? Because Papa Midnight could just be terrorizing Bruce Wayne. And I think that might be fun enough, right? Like because it's happening in Wayne Manor, maybe he doesn't put his Batman gear on. I don't know, like so that I like. I think it was fun um, in Travis's pitch that he doesn't get to be Batman.
0: Right? Yeah, well, Bruce he, Wayne is it, man, yeah. and Bruce Wayne's got some demons of his own, right? He yeah. dresses up as a bat,
1: yeah. and
0: that's to me the lore of him, and that that yeah. he chooses ultimately to like be alone, right, until yeah. Tom King and Catwoman. Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: which just I, got I, pushed I, to the side, so... that I, That's right. yeah. that No. I should probably get going, though, guys. I
0: got oh. a
2: bunch of
0: things. Okay. I was okay. trying to
2: be cl- clever, but... You're not. trying to be covert. You can't be covert, yeah, Dan. Yes. It's okay. You can't be you say, covert. You say yeah, go. no. So I mean, Dan, I... we
1: gave you the win, and then you're backing out for yeah. our post-conversation. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's cool. You know what? You it know what, Josh, I'm going like, to do? Side conversation, Josh? Let's take that back from him. Is that, no, you don't so What
2: else?
1: Yeah. yeah, no, but uh, fantastic pitch, Dan. What I would like to do, Josh, for our next pitch club, something yeah. we haven't t- touched on, is some sort of okay. Star Wars universe pitch. So, we'll define we'll, okay. we'll it a little bit later, but okay. like maybe like if you were going to pitch uh, a new um, Disney Plus show on okay. a uh, like All a- 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 Mandalorian, what character would you use? And what will that first season arc be about?
2: All right. I like it. I like it. So I, you have a little I, I can bit of let time. That stew a little bit.
1: Maybe we can right. wait for the next Star Wars uh, Disney Plus show to drop. I know they just talked about the book of Boba Fett. It's supposed to come out in yeah. December. So we got a little time to think about it, but this just means our pitches months, are yeah. even going to be better.
2: All right. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, folks, we want to thank you for tuning into the show. Remember, you can find all the episodes over at comicexposure.com. You can find us on all your favorite podcast apps, all that good stuff. Tell your friends, tell your grandma, tell your loved ones to check out the show. Favorite it, like it, give it those stars, follow it on uh, Spotify, wherever you get your stuff from. Uh, And we appreciate you hanging out with us. This is a good time for us to just talk comic books, and we would probably... the reason we do this is uh just because we want to have some fun so we want to thank you for joining us dan thank you so much for coming on thank you for a fantastic pitch you crushed it for your first pitch club this means that you will be invited back for future pitch clubs this means you will be invited back all right so thank you so much everybody thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next trade